You're listening to Rama for Today. See, some of them said, well, now, I just believe, though, when, if, if, well, that's the badge of doubt. If or when the Lord gets ready, he's going to heal me. Well, I said, you see, the Word of God said, according to God, according to the Bible, it's already yours. I, I taught them that, you see. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 2. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. And uh, so uh, he was, you know, violating their Sabbath behind his bed. And so they, they accosted him and stopped him and talked to him. You know, why? Well, he said, uh, the man that healed me, the fellow that cured me, told me to do it. Well, he said, who was that man? And he said, well, I don't know. He said, the scripture said, he wist not who it was, for Jesus had conveyed himself away. Now, you see, here's something unusual that we need to realize and grasp about gifts of the Spirit, manifestation of the Spirit. You see, Jesus ministered to the one man and disappeared, so to speak. Just, just conveyed himself away, it said. We read the expression there. Lost in the crowd. Why didn't he minister? There's five porches full of sick people here. Well, you see, ministering under the anointing of the Spirit, you can only minister to the one that the Lord says minister to. Jesus gave an illustration of that. We looked at it there in the fourth chapter of Luke, where he said in the days, you remember, of Elijah the prophet, there were many widows in Israel. Many widows. And, but unto none of them was Elijah sent, save unto Sarepta there, city of Siding. In other words, he couldn't just go into anybody, any widow's home, and, and work a miracle. See, that was the gift of working a miracles that was manifested, where the oil crews kept giving oil, and the meal bearer kept giving meal. In the days of Elisha, the prophet, there were many lepers in Israel, and none of them were healed, cleansed. Not a single one of them. Not a single one of them. Now, people evidently were healed of other things, but uh, saving Naaman of the Syrian. Well, Naaman came to Elisha, the prophet. Elisha didn't go out, just sent his servant out there, said, go dip the river Jordan seven times, and your flesh will be made clean. And he eventually did and was healed. Well, now why? You see, he was ministering under the anointing of the Spirit, what the Spirit told him to do. You see what I mean? And he only had the word for the one man. That's right, it wouldn't work for every Israelite. And of course, Naaman wasn't even Israelite, he is unsaved. You know, as we would say it, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't following the God of, of Jehovah God. His God was Dagon. And yet the Spirit of God said, yeah, I've had God tell me to go raise up sinners. And they were raised up. Absolutely. Amen. Heal. Well, you say, what happened to him? Well, the same thing happened to the old, old Naaman. Praise God. He said, now I know there's no other God. Hallelujah. In Israel. Except the God of Israel. Hallelujah. They turned to God. That's what happened. That's what happened. But you, why don't you go to everybody? Well, unless God told you, you can't. I'm talking about with gifts of the Spirit. You understand? I'm not talking about going with teaching. You can go with teaching and preaching to everybody. But you can't go with manifestation, the gift of the Spirit to everybody. You can minister as the Spirit enables you or inspires you. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so you can see that in the life of Jesus. All of his healings were not accomplished in this way. The majority of Jesus' healings, and we have a record of the individual cases, you know, understand sometimes this is an individual case here, this man at the pool of Bethesda. However, you understand that the, it speaks sometimes about a multitude of people and so on and so forth. 
But we have a record in the four Gospels of the individual testimonies or individual cases of healing that the Spirit sought to record. You understand they were more than that. But there are 19 recorded instances. Now, like I said before, we think they're moral very often because, you see, some of the same writer, like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, record the same incident. Incidentally, this, this here at the pool of Bethesda, John's the only one that records that. But many of them, like, for instance, the woman with the issue of blood, both Matthew, Mark, and Luke record the same incident, but you just count it once because it's only one person. And so there are 19 specific cases that are listed under the ministry of Jesus. Out of the 19 specific cases... The word of God, Jesus himself, speaks of the faith of the individual that made them whole. Now notice here, this man's faith didn't make him whole. Did you notice that? I said, did you notice that? This man here at the pool of Bethesda, Jesus didn't save thy faith. He said, rise, take up your bed and walk, see? Praise God. Like I, I use this illustration sometime, my wife and I went in to minister to a lady who's on a bed, doctors, uh, three different clinics, and said she's on her deathbed, we can't do anything. And we started to pray because ordinarily that's the way you do. You see, the Bible teaches laying on the hands. The Bible said to anoint with oil. The Bible said the prayer of faith to save the sick, doesn't it? I said, doesn't it? See? And so ordinarily you do that. Well, we started to do that when the word of the Lord came unto me saying, don't pray, don't lay hands on her, don't anoint her with oil. Get up and stand up and say unto her, the Lord told me to tell you you're well, get up. I did, she did, the Lord did. Praise God. Well, now you see, you could do that because the Spirit said do it. Are you following me? But now I can't do that in everybody. Now what am I going to do? I've been to other places. I don't misunderstand me at all. I've been to other, other, into other rooms where folks were on the deathbed. I didn't get anything. I put up my spiritual antenna. I prayed. The Lord didn't say anything. Well, how are you going to help them? Well, there's only one way then. That's teach them the Word of God. Praise God. Show them what the Bible says about healing, about laying on hand. Get them to agree with you and believe with you and lay hands upon them. Now, some of them, that was the doctor said, this is, you know, this is terminal, this is deathbed, we can't do anything. And don't misunderstand me, thank God for good doctors. But they just done their best and that was it. And so some of them began to agree with you, began to believe with you, and were healed, raised up. Now, don't misunderstand me at all, there were others that died. Amen. But you see, that doesn't do away with the fact that the Bible's still true. See, that doesn't do away with the fact, praise God, that the difference was that you just simply could get some of them to listen and some of them you couldn't. Doesn't mean they weren't Christians. Doesn't mean they weren't saved. Doesn't mean they weren't filled with the Spirit. See, some of them said, well, now, I just believe, though, when, if, if, well, that's the badge of doubt. If or when the Lord gets ready, he's going to heal me. Well, I said, you see, the Word of God said, according to God, according to the Bible, it's already yours. I, I taught him that, you see. Himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses, the Scripture said, Matthew 8, 17. 1 Peter 2, 24, by whose stripes ye were healed. If we were, then I was. If I was, then I am. Hallelujah. Yeah, but I just believe good spirit-filled people don't misunderstand me. Wonderful folks. I just believe, though, when the Lord gets ready, he's going to heal me. Well, it wasn't a few days that he's dead. Thank God they went to heaven. Glory to God. Been shouting up and down the streets of gold ever since then. Praise the Lord. But I'm sorry they missed out down here what they should have got in on. But the other one, the same condition, 
as we gave the word to him, we didn't have that, that the manifestation of the Spirit. But can you minister? Oh, yes, yes. What, what can you do? Tell them what the word says. Teach them, teach them, teach them, teach them, teach them. Hallelujah. How would you teach a little child a multiplication table? Amen. Praise God. Write it out on the blackboard. Give them a piece of paper or a book with it in it. Amen. Have them to repeat it. Have them to use it. Have them to say it over and over again. After a while, it registers on them. Amen. Isn't that right? Well, how are you going to teach people the Word of God? Praise God. Write it out. Hallelujah. Now we've got tapes and cassettes and one thing or another. Get them to repeat it. Get them to say it. Amen. I've seen those folks right there. Yes, they're terminal cases, just, just like the rest of them. They're on what the doctor said is their deathbed. They've they got to die. We've done all we can do for them. There's no manifestation of the Spirit. The others said, well, no, yeah, when God gets ready, he'll heal me. They went in and died. These began to say, I see it. Praise God. Amen. Yeah, he took my infirmities. He bare my sicknesses. I believe that. I believe that. I believe that. I believe that. In a few days, is up and out of bed and well. Glory to God. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, notice that Jesus' ministry, evidently one-third of it consisted of teaching, at least. I said at least. That might be good for any that may be ministers among us. Amen. Now, notice what it said here. Let's go back there to that ninth chapter. That ninth chapter of Matthew. Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every manner of sickness and every manner of disease among the people. So his ministry then consisted of teaching, preaching, healing, didn't it? Notice again that it is of significance that it does not put healing first. You know, I think that's where a lot of people miss it. They don't want to listen to anything. They just want to jump, jump in and be healed. Put healing first. Are you listening? Amen. That was the difficulty that I had a lot of times with, with my members there. That's the reason it took me so long with some of them. It would take me six months sometimes to get some of my church members healed. Good, good people don't misunderstand it. Saved people, filled with the Holy Ghost, lovely folk, lived holy, separated, consecrated, dedicated lives. Why did it take you so long? Well, it wasn't a matter that I'm so slow. It's just a matter that I had to change their thinking. It took me time to change their thinking. I got to get them to think in line with God's word. Well, now, what if you could not have gotten them to think in? Well, I did. So this not get on what ifs. <laughs> Amen. Uh, of course, if they hadn't listened, I wouldn't have been able to help them. Now, let's look just a little bit. Why don't we look at some of these cases where the faith, see, now we've been dealing on the side of manifestations of the Spirit and these things and how that happens. Now, let's look on this side. Twelve out of the 19 specific cases, Jesus mentions their faith. Your faith did it. So those cases were not manifestations of gifts of the Spirit, something that God initiated on his own. It was something that people received on their own. You see, God does initiate some things on his own. Thank God he does. But people can receive by faith on their own. So 12 out of the 19 specific cases were healed on their faith. 
Now that leads me to believe then 12 out of 19 and, and some of the other, the other seven, it infers their faith. But that leads me to believe then that, well, I, I mean, it is a flat statement. I mean, it is a fact that uh, the majority of the individuals that were healed on the ministry of Jesus were healed on their own faith. That makes me believe then. Now, that is a statement of fact I just told you, you know. That makes me believe then that the majority of people that are going to be healed today, if we're going to do the works of Jesus, they're going to be healed the same way. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the book from Kenneth E. Hagan, Love, The Way to Victory. The next item is the three-CD set from Kenneth Hagan, Our New Spiritual Realities. Both of these items are for the special price of $23.95. That's $13 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. So we are so thankful for you because you that are our partners, our word partners, you pray for us regularly and you yes. send in an offering once a month to help us to go all over the world and preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 2. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for more great resources. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.